Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the Rama Weekly Podcast. My name is Craig Hagan, and I'm your host today. Now, um, my normal um, co-host, I call him T-Mac, Tony McKinnon, is still in Georgia celebrating the Christmas holiday. So today we have a special co-host. We called him A.W. when he was on the show. Anthony Washington, he's here as, as our co-host. So it's good to have you here today, Anthony. Hey, thanks, Pastor Craig. It's good to be here. Now, if you don't know, Anthony, actually, he, he's one of our worship leaders here at Rama Bible Church, as well as he travels on the road with, with my parents, and, and he leads worship um, during all, all their, um, what, what do we call their, their thing? Um, Crusades meetings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, living living faith, faith Crusades. crusades. Yes. Living Faith Crusades. We're trying to get you to, to say something. So Anthony actually was our most popular guest in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, he'll probably get eclipsed in 2021. Yes, our but, new guest. But, yes, but before we introduce our, our guest today, we're going to talk about, um, you know, we actually have a new email address now, podcast at rhema.org. And so we would like to hear from you. You know, it, it's good to hear from from our listeners and how much you're enjoying the show and how much you rather kick Tony off and, and put Anthony on this kid as a co-host. No, we're, we're just, uh, we, Tony, we want to keep you. We you know, love you. Yeah, we, we give Tony a hard time. Um, also too, something new is we are now on social media. And so we're going to put some behind the scenes pictures and things. So we encourage you to like us on Facebook and we'll be on Instagram at Rama podcast. And, and so go ahead and like our pages there, but we're so excited about, today's guest yes we are um she'll probably be the most popular guest maybe 2021 maybe ever because um, every time i post anything about her on social media uh, yes. i get more likes than yes. anybody else um and i know you said the same thing yes but same. our our guest today is actually my mom miss lynette hagan and um we're our subject today anthony is fear oh that's a good and one. you know mom has a lot to say about fear yes. and a lot, a lot of, you know, in, in, in her life and so mom welcome to the program thank you i'm glad to be here yes and so like i said you know i told anthony to Today that he's probably no longer going to be the most popular guest on the <laughs> weekly podcast. I'm being um, dethroned, Miss Lynette. You're being dethroned. And this is what we're recording the program. So, you know, a mom, um, we were talking actually yesterday that in 2020 was probably a year of fear. I mean, it, it seems that the media is, you know, trying to get us all scared. And Absolutely. The, the politicians yes. are trying to get us scared. The Everybody. doctors are trying to get us all scared. Yes. And a lot of people have gone through a lot of fear in 2020. Yes. But now, you know, this is the first program in 2021. And I think we need to start the year off right and getting rid of any kind of fear that you might have had in 2020. So, so Mom, um, tell us what you, you, you kind of is on your heart you want to talk about. Well, you know, as I was thinking uh, about 2021 and uh, what it brought, and I thought about, like you said, all of the people that were really afraid yeah. in uh, 2020, afraid to get out, yeah. um, and they were just homebound and it's sad to be uh so consumed with fear and, and you know actually you know here in oklahoma we haven't seen it as much but anthony was telling us you know, in oh, detroit yeah. in detroit and in, uh, washington i went to washington and it was like a completely different experience like people were afraid and like you know you go in restaurants and they were yelling at you to put your mask on and i mean it was it was a different atmosphere I know. It was a very different atmosphere. And I think sometimes here in Oklahoma, especially here in the Tulsa area, maybe also where 
we're full of a lot of Christians around about right. us, you yes. know, but, but it's, it's been a lot different all over the United States. Yeah. And just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you understand, you know, we, no. we're not, we have to be a doer of God's word. Right. That's right. And, right. and so, you know, and, and so I think sometimes we, we don't realize how much fear is overtaking, yes. um, not just the United States, but all over the, the world. world. That's right. You know, right. and we have people listening on the podcast all over the world and people have been afraid in 2020 and, um, you know, some of the doctors are saying it might be up to 2022 before we can have life as normal. But but I really want to have a normal life now. Yes. That's right. And, uh, you know, also when you're around people that are afraid, yes. um, that can get on to you, That's too. True. And you can start uh, getting afraid because um, fear is a spirit. It's a spirit. Yeah. And uh, the word says God has not given us a spirit of fear, yes. but a power and a oh, love a and a sound mind. mind. And so I was thinking about the 2021 and it was like, God, uh, how can I help people? And what does 2021, uh, bring to us? And, um, God so many times, uh, talks to me through songs. I, I, I like songs and all of a sudden, as I was just pondering that in my thoughts, all of a sudden a song came to me that I had not, um, actually sung or heard uh in a long long time well, probably pro- craig until you were little <laughs> well, well or that whenever you helped out in children's church i know there was yes. a, there was a time mm-hmm. that you were doing a lot of children's ministry ar- around here yes. and so it probably was i was probably you know actually i think when you're doing ministry my kids were kids yes. were in the yes. children's area or actually probably more the nursery area yes. and so you might have sung it back in that time but but it's more of a children's song we don't really sing it in, in quote unquote big church anymore, right? right. You know, it's more, more of a song that's sung in a children's that's church. Sunday but, but, school, you learn those songs. Yeah, but yeah. But, yes. but I believe, but you know, anyone who grew up in the church has sung the song you're, that you're talking about. Yes, and so all of a sudden, this song, he's got the whole world in his hands, and I begin singing that. But um, Anthony, you're much better at that than me, and so maybe people may not know that song, so can you sing a little bit yes. of it? So it says, he's got the whole world in his hands. 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 And, you know, then he was more specific. And so what does he have in his hands? He's got you and me, brother, in his hands. He's got you and me, sister, in his hands. He's got you and me, neighbor, in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. You know, and I don't, even right now, that just brings peace yes, to me. Yes, yes. And, you know, there's another um verse that says and he's even got the little bitty baby he's got the little bitty babies in his hands he's got the little bitty babies in his hands he's got the little bitty babies in his hands he's got the whole world in his hands yes He's yeah. got everybody. I, I'm everybody. glad we brought Anthony because I don't want to be singing this. I mean, I'll sing it, you know, maybe in the shower or something like that. You know, but, hey, you when, know when mom says it, you do it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but that's what you do for a living is yes, you sing. Yes, it is. I sing. It is true. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, one time it almost seems like people forget he has the whole world in his hands. Almost things like, you know, maybe you know, we grew up because we sung the song to his kids. Mm-hmm. And when we grew up, he, he like opened his hand and dropped us or something <laughs> like that. You know, but because, you know, I don't hear 
about how much he, he has us in his hands. I hear about this person has COVID and this person, you know, is on a respirator and this person going to, you know, has this and, oh my goodness, I hope this person doesn't get as bad as that person, right. you know, and, and, you know, fear begins to overtake, you know, I, I mean, you know, even as the time we record this program, you know, my wife um, knows two different people that are either close to being on a ventilator or on a ventilator right now. And so anyone then will the test positive today, then they're like, well, I know this person. I know. But you know what? God still has you in, in his hands. He does. That's right. You know, yes. and, and I, I, I even quoted the scripture. Um, of course, not any first Psalm office scripture that you I'm taught yes. us <laughs> from, from a little bitty kid. And, it, you know, and it, and it talked about a thousand will die on one side, 10,000 on the other, mm-hmm. but it, it shall not come near yes. you. And, you know, but, you know, some people say, well, but these people are Christians too. Yes. But, you know, we can be, you know, we can be a Christian, but, but it, it's quoting the word. Yes. It, it's confessing yeah. the word. And, and every day of my life, I confess that COVID-19 cannot live in my body. I also confess the 91st Psalm over me and my children, you know, every day. And I know you confess that over all the kids too, (laughs) you know, you know, and that's been something that we've always done, you know, but you know, it comes down to, do you believe the word or do you not believe the word? Because the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear. So if God has not given us that spirit of fear, then the only person that could give us that is the devil himself. And nobody wants to take anything from the devil. No. You know, no. and so, but I know that we've had, you know, a lot of fear, but I know that you've had some bouts with fear yes. in life that you've had to overcome, you know, and that's what we have. To, we have to overcome our fear. Yeah. You know, isn't that a mindset, you know, yes. having the mind of Christ Yes. because Jesus Christ died upon the cross. And I tell people, you realize those were for every sickness and disease, whether we know a name or don't know a name, whether it's COVID-19 or COVID-21 right. or COVID-22 right. or whatever disease is coming next. Right. Yes. Because I'm here to tell you, I think, you know, in the last days we're going to have more and more because it talks about famines and earthquakes and, and pestilence and, and all kinds of diseases. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and who knows what the next one's going to be, you know, but the thing is, is that Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the That's answer. That's right. And, you know, um, some people do not have as much trouble with fear as others. Yeah. And, you know, I would hear people say, well, you just get over fear. And it's like, okay, but how do you do that? Oh, yeah. And uh, I would even ask, you know, the great prophet, my father-in-law, <laughs> how do you get over fear? Well, you just do. You know, you, you know the word. And so. Well, I think I have his DNA. <laughs> I, mean, I know you have your DNA, too, but I've never been someone that's been fearful of pretty much anything. I know. I mean, I, usually when I, you know, like, well, I'm not going to do it because my mom doesn't want me to do it. Not because I'm afraid to do it. <laughs> because she's afraid that I do it, you know, because. As some of you may or may not know that I'm a licensed scuba diver and my mom does not like that. I do not like yes. that. You know, so, so is Cliffy Pooh, our, 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 our producer. He's, he also scuba dives. You know, probably I haven't scuba dived in a long time. And so, but I know mom you know, wants me to get out there. So. I remember the time I didn't want you to bungee jump either. Uh-huh. But, but I did. I, you did. And I'm still here. And as you were going down, what'd you say? Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but I felt, I found that God can help you and, and tell you how that you individually can conquer whatever stronghold is in your life. Yeah. Like I said, I, I think that that's a fallacy. A lot of times people say, well, just get over it. Well, how do I get over it? And so you're going to tell us today, I'm mom, how to, get over, how to yes. get over it. How to get over it. And I know you've already told Anthony how to get over it. He yes. can, and he can talk about, <laughs> about, you know, about some of his fears oh, as yeah. well. You know? yeah. 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 I had some fears of flying. I know. Mm-hmm. We're yes. going to talk about that. But, um, 
and so the first thing that I did is to look up all the scriptures about fearing not. And uh, we won't uh, quote, of course, all of this today. But, you know, the first one was over in um, Isaiah uh, 41.10. And let me find it here. I had it. And then it's, well, in the um, New King James. I mean, in the King James it says, fear thou not. But I was going to read it. Here it is. I was going to read it in the New, trans, uh, the new, the new Living, Living Translation. translation. Mm-hmm. And Isaiah 41.10. And if you don't know it and if you have fear, you do need to underline So, so Isaiah 41.10, New Living Translation. Mm-hmm. You got it? You want me to read it? I've got it. Okay. It says, don't be afraid. For I am with you. You know, that's a command of God. Yes. Yeah, so so God is with us. You know, mm-hmm. someone need to be specific. It's not just yeah. I. It's God is with yes. you. That's right. And he goes on and says, don't be discouraged, for I am your God. Uh, he continues, I will strengthen you and help you. I will, up, I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. And so I, every day... Um, every day until uh, actually I conquered these things, I, I read all of the fear scriptures oh, every day good. because you have to get those in your spirit yeah. and you have to, to know them so much that when fear tries to grip yeah. a hold of you, then the word comes um, out of you. And uh, so then... But no, but let me... You actually have to have the word in you before it will come out of you. Absolutely. And, and so I know, I know that my grandfather, people call him Brother Hagen, mm-hmm. he used to say the number one reason why people do not get their needs met is they don't know the word. Mm-hmm. If we don't know the word, we can't confess the yeah. word. And so it, it's, I think it's very important. I mean, the Bible has a lot of scriptures on fear or not. Mm-hmm. You know, and you go to your concordance, go to the Internet. I, I'm sure if you just type in fear not scriptures, yeah. it will all come up, you know. But, but, you know, we need to get that in us over and over again. That's right. And, you know, sometimes uh, circumstances in life cause you to have fears. And I know that um, when when, uh, my husband was traveling a lot and the kids were little, well, um, I was at home alone with with the kids. And that was long before cell phones. Wow. That was long before. Uh, uh, Listen, you've been doing this for a long time. I, I feel like that I am a walking history book. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of when I would say to my grandmother, "Granny, tell me about the old, old days." <laughs> well, you can I, tell us about the old days. I can tell you about the old days, but um, but were, were they the good old days or this the old right. days? Because no air condition. I don't know how good that was. I wouldn't call them the good old days myself. I kind of like the conveniences now. Yes. However, so many times we are distracted by too many conveniences. That's true. But, but I guess 2020, we, we've lost a lot of our conveniences. conveniences You're right. I mean, we just can't go to the certain stores whenever we want to. Uh, that's know. right. People I mean, actually had to cook. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. And, we know, can't go to some restaurants right. and sit down. Yeah. I mean, you know, especially no. in, in some places you can't go to restaurants, period. Yeah. You know, that's you know, right. Here in Oklahoma, we, we at least get restaurants that are socially distanced and those kind of things. But, you know, you don't realize what you what you have until you don't have it. Have you yeah. don't have it. I know that my mother and daddy would tell me about the Great Depression because they, oh, yeah. were, through, they were through that. And it's like they couldn't get certain things. They yeah. had rationing stamps, they called them. And although they told me about it, I couldn't even fathom it. 
until the pandemic when yes. I would go and couldn't get toilet paper. Toilet paper. <laughs> toilet paper. Well, well you know, and sometimes people think dep- depression because they didn't have money, but depression is because their minds, they get depressed. Yes. Yes. And there's been a lot of depression in 2020. In, in fact, I was reading from a, a, an individual who actually um, works ER and says that what one thing that is not mentioned was the, the number of suicide attempts that yeah. have been happening in, yeah. in, in 2020 because people are so depressed and people feel they have no hope. And, you know, but when you run you start having fear, you feel you have no hope. That's yeah. right. You know, and when I say fear is false evidence appearing real, appearing real. Yes. But but fear is not real, but our God is real. That's right. And, you, you know, talking about even the food uh, shortage, people can get afraid of that. Yes. I know yeah. that um, cream of mushroom soup, you couldn't find it. And when I would, it was, I'd call Denise, our daughter, Denise, do you need some cream of mushroom soup? <laughs> and we get so excited about just the little, little things. things you yeah. know. But back to um, being afraid. And so when uh, I was there alone with you kids, um, there were several um attempts of somebody trying to get into our house oh wow and well, also uh, the bad thing about it is you know when you're a little bit public figure people actually know yes. you're out of town sometimes you advertise hey we're going to be in this this certain city right, at right, this certain time right you know on our newsletters and stuff and people weren't know that that you weren't there you weren't yes. there yeah yes and so or he was dad, dad wasn't, wasn't there. there it was just us uh-huh. it was just us and so fear uh began to uh grip me and it was difficult uh, for me to sleep at night because of, of fear and, and also a fear of firearms so we didn't have a firearm in the house <laughs> <have a> so. <laughs> you're not supposed to say that <laughs> and so we did have a bat <laughs> A hammer. Oh, hammer, yeah. I guess it was hammer back then. <laughs> it was a hammer, a hammer. back then. And uh, so I've always just asked God, okay, God, you know, you need to help me with this. And really, it was at that time that he pointed me to the 91st Psalm. Because, and then there was uh, a, fe- a lot of fears that are contained in the 91st yeah. Psalm. And uh, so he gave me the 91st Psalm, and I have to... Uh, read it to you. It was really interesting because I know, Craig, you and Denise, I mean, you heard the 91st Psalm so many times that <laughs> you could not even imagine somebody not knowing what the 91st Psalm said. Yeah, that's like, you know, normal things around our house to talk about the 91st Psalm. Yeah, uh-huh. my, that's what my, my grandmother, when we were afraid, she would give us the Psalms 91 and uh-huh. I would sleep with it and quote it. And yeah. I mean, that's just what we knew when you were afraid, Psalms 91. I know. And so for those of you that do not know it or have never read it, it's hard to imagine you uh, haven't read it. Well, a lot of people don't read the Old Testament. No. But because, you know, especially the newer generation think, right. well, that doesn't, that doesn't apply to me. That's old. Yeah. You know, but but there's some good things in the Old Testament. It is. Absolutely. You know, and, and every, you know, promises in the Old Testament are, are still promises, you know, today yeah. as well. So. That's right. In fact, you know, this is one thing that is so important for you to teach your children. Yeah. Because I know, oh, it's been several months ago, uh, there was somebody with Denise and I, there was this situation. And, and so Denise said to her, well, you just need to claim the 91st Psalm. And she said, what does the 91st Psalm say? And Denise said, you don't know what the 91st Psalm says. <laughs> so it's important, you know, as your children, if you have uh, younger children or any, it's important for you to instill the word of God. Yeah, so so, so now you're just putting me in a conviction because we claim the 91st Psalm all the time. My granddaughter who lives with me, 
you know, and she's heard me say that many times, but I don't know if I've actually sat her down and read the ninety first song to her. So she's seven years old, she's old enough to to know what it means. Absolutely. So here we go. I love the ninety first Psalm. It says this is in the King King James King James version. So you're reading you're reading the the old the old version. I'm reading (laughs) yes. I'm reading the authorized authorized. Yes. I'm missing that we would you paper Bible save. We call you paper Bible saved. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. and let me tell you why. Yes. She's she, holding her paper Bible. Yes, but she, she, did, she, pulled, Bible. she pulled up the New Living off of her phone. Oh, right. I just want to point that out. <laughs> that's yes. right. And that's okay. But, Anthony, tell them why that yes. I say about the real Bible. Yes, because if your phones, they can decide to wipe everything out or they can go dead. But if you have the old paper Bible, you're able to, you know, still quote it, still read it. It's something that's been proven throughout time to be lasting. That's so, right. Yes. That's right. So. I just put it in my heart. <laughs> I could quote it. All right. So here we go. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Here it is. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. Because we we had had people trying to get in, even in the daytime. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because... Why? Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee. And here's what we claim right now with COVID. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. And certainly COVID is a plague. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble i will deliver him and honor him and i claim this last verse every day with long life and i always claim with long healthy life over a hundred years lord will you satisfy i think healthy life is is something we need to point out just not long life yeah i mean because there are people that are living long lives and they're just laying there. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And in fact, and so let me finish this. And I'll tell you about that. With long life, will I satisfy him and show him thy my salvation? And I know what I was always quoting that. And all of a sudden, the Lord just impressed me. Hey, claim long, healthy life. Long, healthy life. And be specific. And so I said, long, healthy life, Lord, over a hundred years. And the Bible says we have not because we ask not. That's ask right. what we will and it shall mm-hmm. be done. And so we need to be specific sometimes, you know, you know, you know, and make in the Bible does promise us a healthy life. Yes. Um, yes. You know, that, you know, we can have life and have it more abundantly and, and not having not a healthy life is not an abundant life. That's yeah. right. And I know that uh, when the kids, um, well, when, uh, 
my husband would be gone that um the kids like we would we, i had a king size bed so we would all sleep in the same bed together that was kind of their treat for when he was gone and I, we would we would be there in the bed and i would have this bible actually wow. this bible this is why this bible is so precious precious to me this bible open to the 91st psalm all yeah. night long and that's why the kids remember it so much that's good i you know miss now i think it's so good too that you talked about how you know overcoming the fear but there was a part you had to also do something like even though the enemy is trying to like bog you down with fear you got scriptures and you begin to meditate on those scriptures because how you how you were feeling was a result of the thoughts that were trying to bombard your mind yes. and so you took the word of god and god's promises and you changed your mind and renewed your mind that's right to his word and you put it in your heart and so Fear had, whenever there was an opportunity to fear because you had put his word in your heart, you were able to overcome that fear. I think that's really good. Yes. And that's, that's really good. You know, and when fear, like you say, would yeah. come, then, then the words of the Lord, our promises yeah. would, would come kick out. In. Yeah. Yes. That's so good. And then, you know, like I said before, we can have fear in different areas. Yes. And so that was one of my fears. But one of my, um, fears that was like oh my goodness it it was just consuming me was the fear of flying yes and uh, i can identify you, you can identify <laughs> that with you Anthony, can't you <laughs> and you know in the profession that we're in we we had to fly yeah, all the time all the time and i know that whenever uh whenever there would be bumps and bad weather oh my goodness i would just grip you know ken's hand because it was just tormenting yeah and there's nothing like that tormenting fear it's it's terrible so once again uh i said to god god i you know i've got to have something i've got to have a promise that you will give me personally that i'm going to be safe and because i knew that you know, if he gave me the word, then I, I would know it was from him. Was from and him. so, once again, honestly, I wasn't even looking at um, a concordance. But all of a sudden, I'm reading the Bible, and I came up on, once again, a, a chapter that's not that long, um, that just per, just fit my, uh, you know, perfectly. And it's Psalm 121, and once again, it's the authorized version. <laughs> and, and notice it is Psalms, it's not Palms. It's right. like <laughs> That's it's right. Psalms. It's Psalms, and uh, it's chapter 121, and this is what it says. I will lift up mine eyes into the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. So I was thankful yes. that I knew that God was not going to be asleep. He ain't sleep. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> and so it says, Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon the right hand. The sun shall not smite thee, smite thee by day nor the moon by night. So sometimes we're flying in the daytime and sometimes, sometimes we're night. flying at night. Now, here it goes. This These last two verses is just, I've, in fact, I've got them starred here. 
says, The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. And you know, when you have an emergency uh, in a plane, they'll, they'll say, how many souls? souls right, right. Yeah. How many souls are on, on the plane? Board, yeah. Yes. Now, here it goes. Um, well, first of all, let me tell you that when you're flying a plane, the, the most critical part, which my husband would tell me this, the most critical part of a flight is going up, ascending, mm-hmm. and descending. So that's the most critical part. And uh, so it's important. Those two parts are important that your plane is uh, uh, operating properly. Really? Here it is. That's the good. Lord I didn't just, know that. Yeah. The Lord, I mean, he, and he just gave me this specific verse. It says, the Lord shall preserve thy going out, as I say, <laughs> they're coming up, thy going out and thy coming in. Yeah. So that covers going out and coming in. Um, from this time forth and even forever. forever. Oh, that's oh, good. Man, isn't that good? That's so good. So, Anthony, tell me, you know, when you were, I guess your first flight was on our plane. Yes. Right? It, tell me about it. It was a very, very great, interesting experience because, you know, I think we were flying to Colorado. And, of course, Miss Annette, now you are definitely a pro when it comes to flying. <laughs> I mean, yes. this turbulence of this event is like reading something, drinking, and I'm thinking like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> let this plane land. <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, I had a fear of flying, and I think, too, because um, I think sometimes, you know, parents can definitely also help um, put some fears in their children. Yes. Because my grandmother, of course, she was afraid of flying, and so, you know, we just didn't fly because she didn't want us she didn't want us to fly. And that's why you brought the bus. Took the that's, bus. Why I, that's why I took the bus to Oklahoma because <laughs> my grandma didn't want me to fly. <laughs> and so when I, uh, my first time flying, you know, of course, when we get on the plane, we uh, pray and we thank the Lord, you know, for great traveling weather. And we thank the Lord for smooth, you know, and um, just watching, just watching Pastor Miss Annette and just like, well, they're resting and sleeping. So maybe I should just. <laughs> and, and my, my dad's always slumbering. Yes. yes. Now, the first flight, I don't know if it was any of my faith that got us where we were going. It was all their faith. But I've learned. (laughs) I've learned how to hook up and uh, believe the Lord for great. But just even like flying. And one time you told us is we were having turbulence since coming down. And it was because we were flying in the mountains. Mm -hmm. And so anytime, you know, you're coming in the mountains, you have a lot of turbulence coming down. And so I've been able to overcome that fear by just meditating on the word of God. Even while I'm flying, you know, I have to watch my thoughts and watch what thoughts I allow to come, you know, that are coming because they're going to come. I mean, you know, but it's what I do with that, the thoughts that come and I change it with the word of God. So I'm, I'm very comfortable flying now. And, you know, um, I always, the word says, you you know, you have not because you ask not. So Anthony, you know that yes. we always pray before we leave. Yes. We, and I always say the Lord will bless our going out and our coming, coming in. in. But I always, I always say I thank you, God, for good weather. Good weather, yeah. And, of course, we do fly our own private plane. And so I, I say I thank you, Father, that you will guide the pilots. They'll fly to the best of their ability. Yes. And that we will have good weather, no turbulence. Yes. And all the instruments will well, operate properly. properly. Yeah, I and I think it's so important to, to do that because God will honor uh, your faith. Yes. Oh, I know years and years ago uh, we were actually in California. We were going to a funeral in Detroit and this funeral happened because 
this uh, these two people got killed in a plane crash. Wow. And it was because of fog. Okay. And uh, so we were flying commercially, and we were flying from California to go to the funeral in Michigan. And so the pilot comes on and says, well, there's fog. Oh, yeah. So you can imagine. Yes. Uh, I mean, the enemy will just try to torment right, you. Right, right. And uh, because that was the reason for their, um, their the crash. And so, and he said, I don't even know if we can even land there. We may have to land somewhere else. So I just began praying. And I said, Father, I thank you that we are safe. I thank you that that fog will lift. And I thank you that we will land safely. And it was very interesting to the pilot, I guess. Of course, he didn't know any of this. I didn't tell anybody that. But it was probably about an hour out. He said, well, I want to let you know that the fog has lifted and we'll be able to land in the city safely. And I said, praise you, Jesus, because you love me so much that you answered my prayers. Also, I think it's important because I've flown on both our airplane and and other aircraft as well. But I always pray before I get on any aircraft. Yes. And I always, you know, the Lord does lead us and he guides us. You know, by being led by the Spirit of God, and I've always told people, if I have a check about getting on a, on a plane, I'm not getting on the plane. Yeah, I don't care even if the plane made it or, or safely or, or whatever. I'm not going to get on 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 the airplane yeah. if I don't if I don't feel safe about it because we do know other ministers who have who have died because they got on an airplane that they they felt that they probably they shouldn't probably have, should, yeah. but they did anyway. Or there's been some ministers think, well, I have to get to this meeting. And even though the weather is not good, I'm going to go ahead and, and fly through that storm because yeah. God's going to protect us. Yeah. Well, but God gives us a brain to use, right. you know, and, and sometimes we override our, our, our personal thought life. But, but, you know, there's also the leading of the spirit of God. Yeah. And I think it's really important in the day and age that we live in, and not just flying, but but, you know, not being at the wrong place at the, at the wrong time. Right. right. I mean, you know, I know people that, you know. Before 9-11, we had the Murrow building here in Oklahoma City that was bombed. And, uh, and there were people that were supposed to be there that weren't. And there were people that they have felt leading not to go, and they went and they perished. Yeah. Same way with 9-11. We heard yes. stories about about people were on their way. It's, and one person I, I heard, the Lord checked them and said, stop and get some coffee or do something. And they did. And then when they were driving up, all of a sudden they could see the building coming down and they were supposed to be in on in that building. So, you know, in the day and age, we you know, 2021, 2022, yes. we need to be led by the spirit of led. God, you know, because there are going to be troubles and there are going to be tribulations and there are going to be trials and there's going to be all kinds of stuff. And who knows what's going to happen with, with all this going, oh, on. And, going on. And, and, you know, you know, we've off 20 and I, I don't think it's going to stop in 2021. Mm. There's going to be some unrest in some certain cities or whatever, and let God lead you and guide you. You know, not to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. But don't be in a, in, afraid about it either. Uh, don't be afraid. That's right. You know, I remember, Miss Lynette, on one of our crusades, you, you you would tell a story about there were some different ministers and they were coming to you and things were just, you know, going, you know, crazy in their life. And they're like, when will it ever be peaceful? And you said, never. That's right. <laughs> because if you're looking for peace to come from without... It's never going to come from without. And the scripture that that you would admonish was in John, I believe. And Mm -hmm. he said, in this life, you're going to have trials and tribulations. But he said, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So in me, 
Yes. You will have peace. That's right. And so our peace is not coming from what, you know, what's going on without. And so everybody's like, well, the world and what's happening is like our peace is not coming from the world. Our no. peace is coming from being in Jesus. That's right. Amen. Yeah. In fact, we you uh, we got to read that. Yes. Uh, it's an, and because <laughs> I yeah, let me, I have actually got my phone now. She has a phone. Yeah, she, she, uh, she has, has many devices. Device. I have <laughs> I have many devices. Yes. Um, this one I love in the Amplified uh, because it just I don't know it just speaks to me. Well, and you know that one thing, Mom. While you're finding this, is that. Mm-hmm. Is that every time we talk, you always think of a scripture? Yes. And, and, and I think that we need to train That's ourselves true. that when we're going through situations, the scripture will pop up. Pop up. Now you could probably you could quote the scripture, but you want to read it. Read it, yeah. You know, and, and I think it's important that you know getting the word on the inside. Yes. Yeah. So, so then when we start facing an adverse situation, when when we have an opportunity to maybe to fear yeah. or an opportunity not to have joy, like it says in, in James, yeah. and, you know, we can count it all joy. But you know, we know the word. Yeah, you know, and you can't be a doer of the word if you don't know the word. Got to know the word. And you know, and like I said, time after time, every time we keep talking about something, you said, "Well, this scripture pops up, and that scripture pops up." But if it's not down there, it's not going to pop up. That's right. And you know, and I I don't know how we as ministers can train your average Christian to put scriptures so they'll keep popping up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you've got to get them in your heart, and you got to keep on reading them. But but you don't get them in your heart reading them one time or listening to the pastor talk about them. You know, you got to, you know, it's just, you know, like faith, we can, we continue to to read the scripture over and over again. That's right. And, you know, of course I learned scriptures from a little child because I've been in church all my life. And I think that's why it's so important for, for parents to bring their kids to, uh, to church. And it's so important to memorize the scriptures too. But John 1630, uh, three in uh, the Amplified says, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have perfect peace. Perfect peace yeah. You know, you can have perfect, perfect peace. peace instead of fear. You can have perfect peace and confidence. It says in this world, you have tribulation and trials and distress. And here's where I was at this particular time and frustration, mm-hmm. but be of good cheer. Take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted, for I have overcome the world. Now, this is what I love. In the Amplified, it says, I have deprived it of power to harm you yes. and yeah. have conquered it for you. Yes. Woo! I'm happy. <laughs> well, and, and I think what your, what your point on what the scripture says is, you know, trials, tribulations, they're going to come. They're going to come. Yes. And, and so we have to choose to have not just peace, but perfect peace, not peace. the peace that comes from the outside, mm-hmm. you know, but, but the peace that comes from the inside, knowing that, and I think that's one thing too, we kind of think as Christians, well, that we're not going to have any issues anymore, right. but, but right. the devil's still the God of this world right. and the devil's still there to still kill and destroy. And we are going to have issues, but we can have perfect peace in spite of our, in spite of the issues going on, you know, b- because we know who's in control. Who's in control yeah. and, and I think that, you know, we, we have to know, that's why it's, it's talked about knowing who you are in Christ Jesus. Yes. And, and I think, you know, in the day and age, we, we have to know, we have to, what we call renew our mind. Yeah, and, you know, and, and when we renew our mind, we only think about how Jesus thinks, you know, mm-hmm. what would Jesus do? Like it was back up yes. in the nineties, yeah. you know, but you know, what would Jesus think? How would, you know, I never saw in, in the word that, that Jesus was walking around all of a sudden he began to fear or, or, or he began to wonder what to do. He always knew what to do, yeah. you know, and, 
once again, you're talking about scriptures popping up. When, so when the devil tempted Jesus, he always came back was, it is written. written. Yeah. Well, he, had, he knew what was written, yeah. and he came back. And, and that's the same thing when the, when the devil tries to tell you something in your head. No, Mr. Devil, the Bible says, you know, and obviously I learned it from a young age. My grandfather always says, God says it. I believe and that settles it. Mm-hmm. And if the Bible says it, then it's, it has to be true. It's true. Yeah. You know, it has to be true. And the Bible says we can have perfect peace. Perfect, yes. Even in the middle of everything going on, whether it be another pandemic or yeah. whether yes. it be social unrest or, or unrest or whatever's going on. Yes. It doesn't matter, you know, what the devil tries to bring. We can have perfect peace. One more scripture. One more scripture. And I'm just going to quote this from Isaiah 26, 3, that says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on this? Yes. You know, one thing actually that we we didn't do, which I I always endeavor to do, is talk about Rainbow Bible Training Center. Or Rainbow Bible Training College, actually, is our name. And, you know, one place you can come and learn the scripture and learn to walk in perfect peace is Rainbow Bible Training College. Whether you feel called to the ministry or just feel called to learn more about the word. And, you know... Some of you are saying, well, I would like to have scriptures ingrained in me like, like, like these people do. Well, we encourage you to take a few years out of your life. I don't care if you're 18. I don't care if you're 35, you're 40, you're 50, or you're 65, and you've retired from somewhere else. Or 80. Or 80. I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are. And like I said, you know, maybe 2020, you've lost your job, you've lost your hope, you've lost everything, and, and you don't know what to do. Well, maybe that's a good time to regroup. Come here to Broken Arrow, Tulsa area, Oklahoma, and, and you know, enjoy time among some great Christian brothers and sisters, yes. learn about God's word, you know, and I guarantee you it'll be beneficial to you. I mean, like we had Aaron Anderson, he says, you know what, I don't care if you're a businessman like myself, I mean, everything that I learned at Rama, I, I use in my business and I attribute it to why my business has ha, has prospered. Mm-hmm. So I just want to encourage you, rbtc.org, find out more about Rama and, you know, and, you know, it, it's a wonderful place, and it'll be a blessing to you, and we look forward to you coming to Rama Bible Training College. Amen. Well, Amen. we're going to end today's broadcast like we end every broadcast. Here at Rama. we're bringing hope, hope help, help, and, and healing, healing to, to the, the world. world.